Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. My name is Levi Sanders. My name is Jay Schaefer. And we're back in Genesis. Boom. So welcome back. Um, we're glad to have you once again. Hunter's not with us. He's learning how to be a popo police. <laughs> so uh, he he is not with us. He's busy. Busy, busy man. I miss that guy. Um, so we miss him, but he'll be back soon, hopefully. Um, and today we're diving back into Genesis. So we are in Genesis 25, okay? Real fast, first paragraph, boom. Abraham has another wife after Sarah dies. Her name is Keturah. You need to let them read it. They need to read oh, it. Oh, yeah, okay. What are you got to read do? it. My bad. You ready? One, two, three, go. Great. <laughs> okay, that was a quick one. So Abraham has another wi- wife named Keturah, okay? She has a, him a bunch of other sons. However, verse 5, Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. Okay, there's that. <laughs> so then... We move on, right? Abraham breathed his last and died in a good old age after 175 years. 175 years, That's a long time, man. No, okay, so you might know this, and I don't, but so did they age different? Like, is a person who's 60 in age like this the same type of 60 we see today? Or would they be, like, at 60, like, their 60 is our 40? Do you know? No, I mean, you you got to think about 900 years sometimes, 800. Seven, I think about this a lot. I'm like, there's no way. I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously if they lived to be 400, their 90 probably didn't look as bad as our 90 looks. But that's They're exactly. They're in a better shape, but they didn't okay. age different. Not age different, but, you know, like, like somebody's it was 200. Still, it was still 90 years. Like, the, yeah. this 90-year-old and this 90-year-old lived the same amount of days. All I know is whenever I'm driving down the road and I look over... And I'm getting about to get just wrecked by this guy who has his mouth open, mouth breather, looking like he's 100 years old, driving down the road, almost doesn't even know where he's at. That guy is definitely not the same as the person who lived to 600 years old. I mean, Abraham was older than him and still pumping out cheerings. That's exactly. So that guy who's driving down the road ain't doing nothing. That guy driving down the road. But. Abraham didn't eat garbage American food for his whole entire life and be killed by asbestos and cancer and cell phone technology and all kinds of horrible stuff for your body. Dude, I had a roommate in tech school who, I'm not, the 5G, dude, the 5G. No, his wife literally made like a history uh, explanation on how the, basically every massive plague that's ever happened was caused by electronics. And a progression what? of that. And then she made a huge pamphlet and went around their entire town handing out why 5G is going to kill everybody. And I was like, he's sitting there, like, editing her papers, and he's, like, asking me, like, dude, what do you think about this wordage here? And I was like... The wordage is the least of your concerns. I was like, <laughs> I, say, I, was like I don't know what to say, man. I'm just, I'm, 5G caused COVID. I'm here to get out of Texas. I'm not here to, <laughs> I'm not here to talk about 5G towers killing people. No, okay. Okay, but, okay, yes. so verse controversy. 7. Controversy. Controversy. Not controversy. What? That's the word I'm looking for. 
Conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> Controversy. It's the same as the bonus episode. Me saying stigmatism. Yeah, stigmatism. Uh, stigma. Okay, so verse 7, we see Abraham has lived 175 long years, and he passes away. So Abraham passes away, and he's buried by, surprisingly, very surprisingly, Ishmael and Isaac. I love this, though. Yeah. It, what happened when Abraham breathed, breathed his last? Oh, oh, I missed something. What did I miss? He was gathered to his people. <laughs> I loved it. That was really cool. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, actually, I read about this. What do you think about gathered to his people means? Do you think that means at the at the bosom of, well, um, bosom of Abraham? Was what? Abraham? You mean gathered to his people as in the in elect? Sheol? Yeah, that's what, um, that's what some people were saying, and I, 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 I actually think that makes sense. I think that makes sense, yeah. But however, I think the primary, the primary meaning there is gathered back to his people in his homeland to be buried. So that's what you think. Okay. I think, I think primarily. But, so it's more like true. But I think it could be. I mean, I think it's true either way. Okay. He was gathered back to his people because he was buried in the same field that he bought to bury Sarah in, mm-hmm. and he was buried by both of his sons. So he's gathered back to his people as in blood kin, mm-hmm. but he is also gathered to his people as in. Um, the saints of old, and so so like, but I just think it's also crazy interesting that Ishmael came back. Like it obviously shows yeah. a sense where there's a relationship still between. Yeah. Once you say between Ishmael and Abraham, because I mean, if Ishmael was like never heard from his dad again, just sent him away. I mean, like he definitely wouldn't. First of all, know he passed away while before he died. Like he was obviously right. there right as he passed away, and so he helped bury him. And I doubt. Maybe, maybe I mean, Ishmael and Isaac knew each other before this, but I would say that they finally maybe had a relationship or finally maybe knew of each other and met each other here. Because I doubt Ishmael really hung around, like came in every once in a while. I was like, hey, Dad, what's up? Yeah, you sent me away. <laughs> I'm here now just for a little bit. But um, I just thought that was that was really, really cool, actually. So he was buried in a cave that he had bought when where his wife was also buried. And then we see the bloodline of Ishmael in 12 through 18. Am I missing anything though? No. I mean, okay, but so. then, but then before, I mean, 17, we see a, we see Ishmael breathe his last. Well, yeah, but I mean, he also, I mean, in 12 through 18, Ishmael fathered 12 princes. Um, yeah. Some people believe that uh, these are like the 12 earliest known records of the Arab people. So this is the promise that Ishmael was given in, I think it was ch- chapter 18, verse 20. It, yeah, I have that written down. Okay. Yeah. Chapter 18, verse 20, where God tells Abraham that his son will father 12 princes and I will make him into a great nation. So so we see God's promise being fulfilled here, which I think is super cool. And then uh, God was faithful to Ishmael and his promises as, as he always is. And um, in verse, tw- verse uh, which one is it? Um, oh, no. 17. After 137 years, so he got that he got that long lifespan like his father. Um, 137 years, he breathed his last breath and died, and and actually it says he was gathered to his people. So, do you think that me- has the same double usage as Abraham's? I would, I would, I don't know. I mean, I would say maybe. I mean, there's nowhere to indicate that Ishmael. Wasn't didn't follow the Lord, was there? I mean, his mother. I mean, he wasn't a child of the promise. He wasn't a child of the promise, but I would still say that that doesn't change the fact that like 
he obviously would probably grow up with his mother. And so she would tell of what had promised that he was promised something be Thank like, God. Yeah. And be like, this is what the Lord has done for me. I saw the angel of the Lord. He did this for us. He promised us this. He promised me that he would make you into a great nation as yeah. well. I mean, regardless of his situation, Ishmael ha- had a reason to fear God. Mm-hmm. And exactly. To, to have a relationship with him because he had worked in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's hard to say, but it could be um, that it was get, have the same meaning that he was gathered to his people. But regardless, it definitely means that he came back to his family and was buried by his kids and all yeah, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. And so, I mean, dang, 12 kids, man. 12 That's a lot. Princes, too. So successful. That is contrasted against the descendants of Isaac, mm-hmm. the child of the promise. Yeah. So Abraham fathered Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah. Now we talked about that, how Isaac um, came to wed Rebekah. Yep. The daughter of Bethuel, the Arame- Aramean. Of Padan Aram, fancy, <laughs> Padam fancy name. Aram. And then um, we see Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebecca, his wife, conceived. Now, don't, I'm sorry, don't, don't get me on my soapbox again, but the Lord is responsible for opening the womb of the woman for every single child to be conceived. Yeah, every single one. Of them. Do you? It I, is a God. It is God's providential care that brings forth children. So what hap- What did Isaac do when his wife was barren? Well, obviously it was a God. different, obviously, obviously it was a different time period, but he didn't run to the hospital and try to get all kinds of treatments. Yeah. He prayed to God because God is responsible for opening the womb of women. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Okay. Yeah, well, so- I mean, no, I mean, I, I think that's definitely something that needs to be talked about. I mean, I've met people before where, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to go into that because that's, that's more personal, like- but there, there have been times where I've met people who have, um, and th- this is, uh, some, like a friend of mine. It's not anybody like really, really close to me, but somebody I sort of know back from the past, but, um, they were really upstre- upset and distraught because they, they're like, well, I mean, I was told that I probably am not going to be able to, to have kids one day. And so they're like, well, I just don't even want to get married. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, I was like, hold, hold your horses. I was like, you know, I don't think that you just need to be like, hey, it's going to be hard to have kids. It's going to be very, very difficult. So let's just not. <laughs> like, it's just not even like, I mean, if that's what you feel like God's called you to singleness. Yeah. But if you want to be a mother, God, and, and you pray, and if you think you're going to be barren, I mean, who is it better to to put your trust in that that will not happen than God. I mean, God's the one. I mean, Sarah control. thought she was barren all the way up until past her, her period of having kids. Yeah, I mean, my family has gone through that hardcore with my. There's a there's uh, a whole pastor, lot of things. My that... uncle and uh, I mean he, I mean his testimony with my two cousins yeah. is the most insane. Really? Thing. Yeah. I mean it. Um, I don't think you'd have a problem at all sharing me sharing, but. Uh, Basically, um, they were going to be doing some of the medical treatments they were looking into to getting a, uh, to having a baby, you know, that way. And, um, they went in to go kind of do some tests and then they found out that they're pregnant and they had had, um, many, uh, miscarriages before. Wow. And, uh, and so they were like, you know, well, 
we're gonna we're gonna pray and, and so actually it turned out to be my little cousin Landon and so then you know after that they're like hey we're content we had a we had a child yeah and then three years later they had another one That's and awesome. it happened again like it was the craziest thing and and they were literally told like they won't be able to have kids wow. naturally yeah and I'm just sitting there they that has always been my thing with pregnancy has been like you just need to hear my uncle go full in depth about the story because yeah. he will it, it'll make you cry it'll make you it'll make you just be like wow god's good so um but yeah yeah but i think i think that's important i mean that's something i i'm very passionate about is is just god and and his gift of of children mm-hmm. and how that uh how that comes to to pass in his providence but you know the situation you brought up brings a couple other scenarios into it like as far as wanting to be married and whether God calls you to singleness. The only reason God ever calls anybody to singleness is for a life of ministry. Yeah. If you're not going into a vocational ministry, he's not calling you to singleness. <laughs> Laying down some, some truth. I mean, I, knowledge I, I, here, I bro. feel like that is, is what Paul's getting at, that you are single for the sake of the gospel. Um, not just because, because I think, I think the norm is, is obviously marriage as God yeah. says it is not good for man to be alone. Yeah. Um, Dang. Well, yeah. But and not to say, I guess, I guess you don't have to be vocational ministry, but it's yeah. for ministry. I mean, all yeah. Christians should do ministry. But uh, but yeah. So moving on past that, and and we can always do. You know, that might be a good, a good, um, topical episode, as far as children and and how God works in His providence. But um, for now, we should probably continue with our our talking about Genesis. So we move on, and we see that. The Lord granted Isaac's prayer, and and Rebecca conceived, and and she actually conceived twins. It says the children struggled within her, and she she even said, "If it is the if it is as thus, why is this happening to me? Right? If 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 we prayed, and then God gave us this child in this way, why is this happening to me?" And uh, she asked the Lord about it. She went to the Lord, just like Isaac did when they couldn't have children. And the Lord says, two nations are in your womb." And two peoples from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Damn. Right? So so when her day, days to give birth were completed, behold, there were twins in her womb. The first came out um, red, so his name was e- e- Esau, and he was covered in hair. Um, afterwards, <laughs> I know, it's kind of strange. <laughs> then his brother comes out, um, and, and his hand was holding Esau's heel, so his name was Jacob. Um, and Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. When the boys grew up, Esau was a skillful hunter and man of the field, while Jacob was a quiet man um, dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. So you see this kind of interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it talks about it in Romans 9. Exactly. Um, yeah. I was, I was, oh, you're going to go there? No, no, you're good. Go over there. Do you sure? Okay. I, I was just gonna say I was thinking about that. Yeah, like and, now. and not only so, but also when Rebecca had conceived children by one man, our fa- our forefather Isaac, they were though they were not yet born and had done nothing either good or bad, in order that God's purpose of election might continue, not because of works, but because of Him who calls. She was told, "The older will serve the younger." As it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What shall we say then? Is there just injustice on God's part? By no means. 
And then I say, God is not held down by the customs, but what is what is his eternal purpose is. He sets the precedence on what will happen, and customs do not matter to the sovereign Lord. Right, and that's that's specifically talking about election, like God's election, mm-hmm. and, and how that plays out here, that God, before they were even born, yeah. elected not the firstborn, right, but the, yeah. the, the younger to yeah. serve as the child of the promise. Completely flip-flop from not, what? E, not Esau, right? He did yeah. not choose Esau to be a child of the promise. He chose and elected Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's that's Paul expounding on that and what that means for Christians and how that plays out there. And, um, so definitely read read Romans 9 because it's fire. And, I, and so like in verse 25, uh, we see that Esau is born first. He is red and hairy like, like uh, Levi said. And so we see that there's a difference in the way that the brothers act. Like Jacob, like staying indoors at home while Esau was uh, going outside, hunting with a bow and stuff. And, and Isaac loved Esau, but Jacob was loved by Rebekah. And this will cause conflict in the future between the two brothers. And then we now see a very interesting story in verse 29 where uh, Jacob is at home cooking while Esau is out working the field and he was exhausted. And then Esau asked for some stew (laughs) that um, Jacob had made. And uh, Jacob was like, well, sell me your birthright and I'll give you some stew, (laughs) which I think is just like it says give he was me your promise as the older and I will give you some stew. Exactly. <laughs> and so Esau feeling he was going to die. I mean, I guess dude, he was so famished that he thought he was going to die, which, okay. Now is this truthful though? Because I'm going to tell you, there's times whenever I'm like, bro, I'm so hungry. I will, I will, I'm literally about to die. I will kill a horse and eat it for, because I'm so hungry. I could eat a horse, but, um, and we see an explanation of Esau in Hebrews twelve. He must 12. have seriously thought he was about to die because he's like, "What use is a birthright to me? I'm I'm good as dead. Here, you can have it. <laughs> Give me some stew." <laughs> but <laughs> that's hilarious. In Hebrews twelve, though, sixteen through seventeen, uh, it talks about this a little bit. Uh, see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled that no one is sexually immoral or unholy like Esau who sold his birthright for a single meal. It's literally like making fun of him in Hebrews. It's like, it's like, dude, he literally <laughs> sold his birthright for a single meal. Like for it's some single. Stew. That must have been some good stew. <laughs> it must have smelled good. I don't know what Jacob does, but dang. Uh, for you know that the afterwards when he desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected for he found no chance to repent Though he sought it with tears. Mm. Dang, dude. He sought after repentance, but it was not granted to him. But with tears, like true hardcore, like I want to repent, but. Is God God unfair? By no means. (laughs) I was going to say that and you did at the same time. Romans 9. I'll go back to Romans 9, dude. How is this? How is this? How is that fair, man? That's not fair. I've been thinking about that a lot. Mm. unfairness in the Bible. I mean, you got dang. And it always yeah, leads back. Yeah, not fair. You know why? Because fairness is everybody burns for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's unfair. Like, that's why I always go back to. I think about all this, like, 
where people could be like, that's not fair. And then I go to Jesus. I'm like, that's not fair. Exactly. Not exactly. Fair. You're looking at it wrong. <laughs> exactly. It's too human, human centered. But um, Esau was rejected. He had become unholy and he never could repent. And he was tarnished because of who he was. And that's the story. Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. It's not fair. He ate and drank and rose and went his way. <laughs> and that's that. That is literally, and then because Esau of that, despised his birthright. Yeah, he despised his birthright for a single meal. I'd be, I'd be pretty that pissed fool. at myself too. <laughs> I'd be mad. That fool. I'd be like, man, you idiot. <laughs> like, and then oh, also man, later I on, must have been really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so that's the story of Jacob and Esau being born. That's the story, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Hey, we didn't even talk about. How you have been, Levi? Do you want you literally rush into this episode with no, no background, up, man? Dude, you're fired about up. About to stew. <laughs> about to stew. <laughs> okay, how's Mac? Tell me how Mac oh, is. Oh man, Mac is doing good. Is he? He's talking. He's pointing a lot. Pointing? Is he telling you to do stuff? No, now? he just points at stuff. Oh, okay. Like things he, he wants he's to. He's very interested. Touch. Yeah, he went to uh, today to the park for the first time. Swung, swung on the swing set. I bet that was magical. And he enjoyed it. What about Kelsey? How's she been doing? Kelsey's doing good, man. All right, man. And the base? Busy. Mm-hmm. Been out of town. Been in town. Gonna go back out of town. Mm-hmm. So. So how you been, Hunter? Oh wait, he's playing. He's work. Lame. I just been work. Yeah, man. I got stuff. <laughs> how so. he's been? He has been busy. <laughs> um, yeah, I know he has been getting yelled at. That sucks, man. So. I mean, been there. Basic training. Yeah, basic training, man. The sad thing is that his. His police academy is way longer than our basic training was. <laughs> it's like seven and, weeks. And are they actually like throwing stuff and things like that? So, I don't know about throwing stuff, but they they rip into them. Yes. What? Dude, that for sounds hours. worse than basic training. Probably for hours. They probably the only thing that's better is that they can oh, go yeah. home at night. Exactly. That's so, the only thing. But but yeah. Okay. Well, I'm happy that yeah, man. That the viewers because uh, I will say uh, I, I think I'm getting a little too close. I apologize. We apologize for. Um, I mean, I'm not going to apologize for not posting on, like, the week before Easter. We were busy. So we had a ton going on. Hunter had to leave for the for not for the uh, police academy. Yeah, I mean, You had to leave day, for uh, military, and then I had Easter stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it. at the end of the day, we love doing the show. We love you guys. We thank you for supporting it. Yeah. Um, but we do this because we just enjoy it. Yeah. It's not like a – it's I, not like a – get rich quick scheme or like we're trying to get famous. We just want to honor God and talk yeah. about these topics and we enjoy doing it. We see, we enjoy seeing each other and we enjoy um, you guys listening to it. So if we just don't post one, one week, honestly, we were probably busy Yeah, and just keep looking out cause we'll, there'll be one eventually. But if you would like to uh, support us, go to Venmo at Chase Schaefer nine. No, uh, do definitely that. send. Uh, I only take dude. I need to give Hunter, his mom, her dang Chick-fil-A card, bro. Oh yeah, you do. Dude, I keep on forgetting that. Oh my goodness, she's bright. She, I'm a terrible human being. Now. Yeah, dude. Okay, hey, wow. who, what was the second country that we're big in? We were checking countries the other day. I don't remember. It was so dumb. I was <laughs> something crazy like Germany or something. No, no, it, France. It was France. France. We had yeah, we have like ten downloads in France or something like that. So, so wait, if you're yeah. listening in France, shout out to you. Please, well, yeah, no, go on our Facebook, please. We have a Facebook. I would literally love to know. Who the average Joe is. theology yeah. show? 
No, I think just average. Average theology. theology. Um, but also, um, reach out to us. Yeah. Subscribe. We love you guys. Venmo. Don't Venmo Chase. If you want to, <laughs> if you if you want to support the the podcast, you know what you do. You go to your local Reformed Faithful Church and you put some money in the offering plate. <laughs> Amen. See Amen. you guys next week. Bye.